0: My name's Craig. I'm Brian. I'm Burke.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: And this is Get Dunked On, the podcast.
2: Because I'm D&D. I, 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 I'm of, I, I'm we I, Burke sent I, to me before the podcast. He goes, my oh. God, I know the song. It's TNT, <laughs> but DND. It perfect, perfect oh. sense. <laughs> um. So I've
0: got a little bit of anger pent up in me.
2: Craig,
0: what else is new? Yes, at A (laughs) C D C. This past week, I was trying to get into my bank account. And I I was trying to sign in and it was like, oh, um, there's a a password reset you have to do because of whatever reason. I was like, cool, that's fine. I'm I'm not really worried about it. And then it goes, Okay, uh, you got to answer a couple security questions for us. All right. I can do that. Um let's 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 get that done. What was your fa- what is your favorite city was the question. And I was like, what the shit? I answered, what is my favorite city? <laughs> Baltimore. What is your
2: favorite city? Like, it's, I mean, does anybody choose anything other than like Los Angeles or New York? Like, I mean, like what what are you going to choose?
0: Well, yeah, I was like that's my exact thing. It's New like York, a, New Jersey. Like, what in the world would I choose in this scenario? So I was like, okay, let's go through all the <laughs> possibilities here. I was like, let's go with uh, New York. Nope. Let's go. Well, I started off with, like, Grand Blank or Goodrich. I went through, like, hometown uh, stuff. Not a,
2: uh, city. It's technically a village of Goodrich. It doesn't have a high enough population. <laughs> I'm <it is good. laughs> just saying technicalities count. Anyway.
0: But technicalities doesn't count for what the fuck I typed in. I could have typed in Brian's butthole as my favorite city and they would have accepted it. (laughs) Anyway, I went through and I typed all local stuff first. Nothing. I was like, okay, well, I'll go with Detroit. You know, maybe I was thinking, well, I love Detroit sports. So I'll put Detroit in there. Wasn't that I was like, I'll even go crazy. I'll put Comerica Park. No, Comerica. No, (laughs) it's like, all right, let's think abstractly. And this is this this account I set up was like probably four or five years ago. I was like, OK, um, I know what I was, it is. I was watching a lot of how I met your mother at this point. I'll type in New York. No, Los Angeles. No, Chicago. And I'm starting to hit cities I don't care about at all. <laughs> I, like, I was like, all right, let's think uh, Lakeland, Florida. No, could not figure this stupid thing out. And it pissed me off greatly. I, I never logged in, I, Brian, with it. So I don't I know, know what the answer. Is. What was it? Santa Barbara it wasn't Santa Barbara
2: no way it had to have been Santa Barbara no it wasn't Santa Barbara (laughs) it would have been Santa Barbara
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay technically it could have been because I never answered it fully and I never put that in but I have a feeling I didn't put that in there um so I have to end up calling my bank and I'm like hey your system's stupid (laughs) can we can we figure (laughs) this out they're like no no worries we'll go through and we'll we'll do a reset for you and you know we did verification that way over the phone got everything reset and they're like okay you're gonna want to go back in and put like new security questions in there for yourself i was like all right i'm gonna go back in there so i get back in i start kind of messing with it go to the security questions and it's like hey pick three different security questions it's like perfect what i always try and do is I always try and pick things that are factual, <laughs> things that I can actually remember, things yep. that are like, "What was your favorite?" I'm that, like if I set this
1: up, aren't gonna change.
0: Yeah. What What was your favorite? This. I'm like, I have no idea. They're like, "Who was your best friend in high school?" I was like. That was four years, and I probably had, like, one or two, three different people that could have been, like, in that realm, and I don't want to get to it where I'm guessing, and it's like, you have two chances to get by, otherwise we lock your bank account and we donate it to whatever (laughs) funds. I'm like, shit, uh, what else am I going to put in here? So I always try and do things that are very, like... I know what they're going to be. And I'm not going to list off which ones I chose and what the answers are. Um, (laughs) I was going to say,
2: can you do that? And then we do a bonus section where you give us the account
0: number. (laughs) So, but like I was going through, I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to find things that are, you know, more factual things that I can answer about, uh, myself, my family, my experiences, everything that it's, there's no other answer besides this. I couldn't think of a different way of doing it. Um, and so i uh go through and i click on the first one there's absolutely every single one of them was what's your favorite i was like okay 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 let's find the most let's find the least like what's your favorite thing and again i'm not going to go through and tell you which one i chose but every single one of them, i was like these are all stupid these are absolutely stupid <laughs> and so i didn't even I, I didn't even end up choosing one at that time i went down to the second one all of them what is your favorite there's a list of like 10 of them and they're all again, what's your favorite or what's your you know subjective thing. I was like, I swear to God I'm gonna shoot somebody so hard. And then the third it, one it. the third one was like, oh, there's one that's factual. Oh, this is one that anybody in the world could look up at any point. And find probably via Google. Great. That's going to be the only one I can freaking do. And so I end up having these two like absolutely random ones. And I wrote a note because the answer doesn't even make sense to the question. It'd be like, what's your favorite color? And I'm like blue or not blueberry. I was gonna say like green shirts. Like, <laughs> 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 it's something ridiculous. It, it doesn't make any sense. They, they don't connect at all. But I wrote down and I have it stored somewhere securely um, what those answers are going to be um luckily i was able to set up like (laughs) two-factor authentication with my phone and email uh as well first the phone one is my main one but what yes
2: but doesn't that make it sound like your your uh bank has pretty much set up more like a dating app than it is really (laughs) so what's your favorite food (laughs) you're like oh well I kind of like pizza (laughs) yeah i just (laughs) i absolutely hate absolutely
0: hate those types of uh security questions on websites where it's like oh you're going to set this up uh, 16 years ago and now you have to remember what your favorite day of the week
2: was at that time
0: like i don't know friday <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i mean it you know i jokingly say that it is set up like a dating app but it, it is kind of exactly like how a dating app would work though where it's it's a, you just put in a bunch of things like uh i actually filled one out for a job application the other day where it's like, you got to make a profile on our service, so you need to make a bunch of security questions. And they really were just all those. Like, what was your favorite pet? I'm like, oh, God, like, all right, I guess, you know, like, do I have to go back through all the pets I ever had? It? You know, who was your favorite childhood pet? I'm like, fish is out. I'm like going back through all my pets as a kid. It's just,
3: yeah, oh, I, man. I, I read those questions, and, like, I never think favorite. I'm like, what is your first or something stupid like that? Like, so I I because i I, I couldn't do it either I was like what is your favorite color green no blue ah you know like shit like that like that would happen to me so that's why I, so the but the other day i was the, i think i sent craig a picture of a bunch of security questions and i i put his name as all my security question answers regardless of what it was so it's like what is your favorite color craig
1: <laughs> who's, your, who's your best
3: friend as a child uh craig <laughs> Like, What town were you born in, Craig? It didn't accept it. said, you can't have the same answer. I was like, no! <laughs> this would have been so simple.
2: I, I had one on that same one where it asked me, uh, I didn't choose this one, but it was one of the options was, when is your parents' anniversary? And I was like, oh, well, perfect. I'll just put in when their anniversary is. I, and I I put in the, the date, and it goes, oh, we can't accept numbers in this field. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, what? are you talking I can't numbers in this field. <laughs> like, oh my I god, nobody would have wanted for me, so I didn't choose that question.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I have the same problem Craig does, where it's either favorites or it's factual things, but it's like it's common knowledge things that literally everybody knows. Like, it'll be like, what's the name of your high school? And I'm like, oh, great. Goodrich High School. That's really creative. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I'm sure a hacker yeah. doing his homework won't find out
2: this information. <laughs> I'm
1: totally not going to check out my Facebook page to figure out everything about it.
2: Heck, let's listen to this podcast on episode one. And they're like, well, <laughs> we got enough information on these guys. we got yeah, at least right. we Rich got
1: the- Middle <laughs> School and Goodrich High School. <laughs> well, <it was laughs> at least the first- we street?
0: At oh, least go we got ahead. the clicks though when they came in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's it. What was what was the your childhood uh street you grew up on? 123 Hamburger Lane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the
1: Suckers. thing is is like my parents still live on that street too, so it's like anyone who knows my parents are going to be like, "Oh, that's it."
2: Yeah. Uh I hear you it's it's one of those things where we pretty much uh, the information that we that we put out on the podcast we can pretty much never use as <laughs> uh, password backups anymore. But they're like
1: the only choices that they give us. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually thinking back through every profile I've ever made. I'm like, oh god, what have I done? <laughs> I'm waiting, waiting for the, my door to get kicked in by a SWAT team. They're like, get down! I'm like what I do? Like you made a profile, in like, OK Cupid or something? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Speaking of kicking doors down, that's exactly what you have the ability to do in this week's topic, which is D&D or Dungeons and Dragons or tabletop RPGs in general. Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah,
2: we have the ability to do
0: well anything pretty much anything so we wanted to sit Real down and uh, have a little conversation about uh, the game this week um, and so what was everybody's first experience with any form of a, a tabletop game like that so it could be like a pathfinder or any of the other you know dice based systems uh, like this we're not talking like a, a normal like game board like you know monopoly and stuff like that but more of like an open ended uh, game like RPG type game what was everybody's first experience
1: Um, I was like, 10 or 11, and mine was, my cousin was just literally making shit up. Like, he was like, this is kind of how d d is played, but he was making up literally everything on the spot. Um... And it wasn't very fun because he was just being an asshole.
0: Oh, that sucks.
2: <laughs> so I was just like, overly I was just
1: like, wow, I'm never playing D&D. And then it was like literally years before I tried again.
2: Was when you played the real deal, was it, uh, did you find it to be easier than your cousin's version?
1: <laughs> yes and no. Um, so my first time playing D&D, like seriously was only like three years ago. It was pretty recent and, um, it playing the game is very simple but i struggle with the role-playing part as i'm sure everybody else does too um and a lot of my frustration came from the fact that i was playing with people who were more experienced but not like super they haven't been playing for like years and years they've just had a little more experience than me and that my thing was is um a couple of them had played neverwinter nights and the rest of us had not and so when we would get into debates about whether something was okay and something was allowed it would basically be like well in neverwinter nights they let you do this and we were like this isn't fucking neverwinter nights like this is our campaign like shut (laughs) up (laughs) like and it was just like it was super frustrating in that aspect but um I still had a lot of fun with the game itself. Um, unfortunately, I never really got to finish a campaign. We started like a few, but it was like the players were in such a hurry to just try to like level up that we kind of lost a lot of the fun of
0: the adventure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I can I can specifically say, and I think Brian, if I'm right, you and I, our first game was together, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you can kind of tell your end of the story on this one, um, but. I remember starting off, you had talked to a, a guy, I guess, actually, you're the one that started the whole thing, so you you start us off. I'm sorry.
2: No, it's fine. Uh, it's, what had happened was is that I was working at a uh, at a hospital, because I was working in different hospitals, at the, and at the time, I was working next, uh, my desk was next to uh, another guy, and the guy had brought in the like D&D book, like the like the encyclopedia, basically. Like a of player's handbook D&D. or a Dungeons Master Guide yeah, was, or something it, like that's that. That's what it was. It was okay. a player's handbook. And he had brought it in, and I looked over and saw it. And what he was doing was going to go to a event that evening, and he had brought it in because he was DMing it. And I looked over and I saw it, and I was uh, immediately enamored with the pictures. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, big shock, right? I didn't it was wasn't shiny. Really into, it, I it really was. It was it, they had these this art, uh, and I was just I was blown away by the art and the book. I was looking at it and there was these pictures of like these heroic like you know the magicians doing their thing and then there was like oh man there's this giant guy with a sword and a battle axe and they were going after this this like this, like this undead zombie creature that looked really cool and the, the art style just immediately drew my eye and i go what is this and he goes, oh, it's the Dungeons and Dragons, you know, player's handbook. And I go, well, what is that? I mean, I, I mean, I, knew, I had known like what Dungeons and Dragons was, but I didn't understand exactly what it was. All I knew was it, uh, if you said the word D&D, it meant that someone had to yell nerd in the background. This is all I knew about D&D. Or if you lived so in like, the 80s. <sighs> satanist well, yeah, right. <laughs> but the point was is that's all i knew about it and so i said so i i started taking an interest i said all right well explain to me what it is and how it works and he goes well um you know you, you have all these races and the classes and the whatevers and so in my head i, I you know being a an, an adult your brain you know links it to links your links uh new things to old things so in my head i, I was like, oh it's a video totally. game yep. yeah it's a, it's a video game and i'm like okay so it's a video game just on paper so you know the goal is as like michelle was saying like oh you level up oh you get treasure oh you go and you fight the monsters got it i understand but what had happened was is that he uh he was well not exactly He tried to explain it to me but i really was just in the mindset of yeah that's the way it goes so at one point he offers hey if you really are interested I will come over to your house and I will hold a session for you. I'll DM it. Uh, and if you want to bring some friends, you know you need, a, you need a group and you'll all make, you know, he goes, I'll help you through the process. We'll make the characters and the whole nine. And that's where Craig comes into the story. So you can, if you want to pick it up from there, Craig, you're more than welcome. I just remember you coming in and asking me like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? And in my head, I was like,
0: no. <laughs> 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 like it, it did not sound at the time it didn't sound anything fun and again it was partially because of the whole like there was a stigma to it right there was yeah, the very thought, much like, so. it was d and I had never heard anything good about it before granted I, I probably didn't hear much about it at all besides in pop culture in general so it's not like it was this like yeah, really right this big thing like at our school where at least that I know of um, it uh, might have been it may have been but I mean to me to my um. knowledge all I knew was the um, the portion of it that was uh, like, like I said, popular culture movies and things like that, like those are the guys that got beat up, you know, those weren't the guys that were whatever. The, those were those were the cool kids uh, beating up on the on the, the d d players. And so that's the only thing I had in in my head. But I was sitting there going, I was like, there's there's no reason for me to, you know, to necessarily think like that. And Brian says it's going to be kind of fun. And then he hands me. He goes, yeah, so uh, he sent uh, all this material here. And I remember he Brian prints off pages and pages, and pages of this stuff that was emailed over. He goes, we have to choose all this stuff before we get going. I was like, holy shit what in the world did i get myself into (laughs) we had homework Creating,
1: (laughs) creating a character for the first time is very overwhelming it's so overwhelming it really
2: is
0: and then even then we got to pick all this stuff and then it came around to the actual the day that we were meeting over at brian's house and at the time it was uh myself and brian um my then girlfriend now wife sarah and brian's uh at the time girlfriend and we all met over there and we still had to create the character there and it took like three hours for us to get through it really everything did. and uh you know because this was a guy i think it was a, a 3.5 D 3.5 so for people that know about it they know the how extensive that can be. Like, we were picking everything, like, attributing everything. And so it was this, he was taking it, you know, pretty serious because he was a, a DM and he had done these games before. So I just, that's what I, that's what I know now. But at the time, I had no idea, but he was having us go through a lot of stuff comparatively to like experiences I've had lately with new players where I'm like, we'll just go with this and then you'll learn as you go and then we'll start something new later. Um, and I just remember it taking forever. And I remember, uh, well, I'll get into this a little bit later, but uh, there was just, it was just this really new experience crazy experience where you start getting you start playing and he's telling the story and like i'm enveloped in the story immediately and of course it's the first time i'm playing so i immediately i'm doing everything probably where he's sitting there like this just fucking asshole (laughs) I, i was the i think i was the rogue so i had a we were all in a we're yeah. all in jail cells. Like to start off, we all woke up in a jail cell. And I had my lock picks uh my lock picks on me still, or I used something to lockpick, and I ended up uh, picking the lock and getting out. And like my first thing was like there was a person on the opposite side of the wall that had dark vision and it was at night and I didn't have dark vision. I was like I was just a human. Uh uh without any form mm-hmm. and there was no light in there. So this this whatever I think it was a cobalt or something had dark vision and he was the guard and he was asleep. <laughs> I was like, I go to Liu Kang uh what's the bicycle, <laughs> bicycle kick. kick? I want to Liu <laughs> Kang bicycle kick him. He goes, Are you serious? I was like, Yeah. He goes, Okay. And like I remember his disdain looked at my face and I rolled, and I rolled something decently high, and he goes, You missed. <laughs> So I'm sure he put, the, he put the difficulty class or the DC on it probably really high. It was like, this guy's going to have to nat 20 for him to get this. And I missed that. I knocked myself out or something like that. I didn't, I didn't uh, crit fail, mm-hmm. but I knocked myself out and somebody else had to get up, but I had unlocked one cage beforehand or something like that. I don't know. It was just, I remember that. And then I, it just was that, that was the very initial experience right there, which it just was this like massive undertaking to get started
2: yeah how about you burke it's a, uh, what, what's your origin story with this one we're talking about risk right that's
3: <laughs> right absolutely uh, yeah that's that's the that's the board games i grew up on or, or tabletop games if you want to call it yeah uh let's go with the first time i played let's go for real sunday <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, yeah i mean i i get but yeah that was my first real exposure to actually playing. like i've I I don't know if I would have ever played in high school or not, but it was one of those things that uh, I heard y'all talking about it. I'm like, Oh my God, that sounds awesome. And then, you know, I got old enough to not really care about the whole stigma. That's the Hollywood thing. And I was like, I just, Fuck it! i don't care if it, it sounds like fun like i love rpgs i don't know how it would be at the role-playing thing but it sounds like fun yeah let's let's try this stuff and what what really uh i think started it was actually the cnc books for me because it was one of those random that looks kind of funny let's listen to it i listened to it and i'm like oh my god i want to play D &D. (laughs) and i think shortly after that was like it was actually the first time i played and it was like a little pre-made character what the red box or something is that
0: what you called it craig so yeah it was called the red box it's just like the starter box that almost every edition has if not every edition um i think it is actually every edition but i just went through one day burke was i was at i didn't have a lot to do at work that day and i think burke was home too and he was like oh i've got a little time to kill. I was like, I'm going to run you through this real quick. And so I actually got a a webcam out, aimed it at the map that I have uh, for the red box, aimed it straight down and had Burke just roll on a a website that we use rolls.org and had him just run through that. And I just kind of ran through this like simple, really simplified uh, version of the red box campaign. Just be like, okay, this is the this is the general idea. What do you how do you feel about this?
3: And and I totally went like it was so funny because I was a rogue. I remember it. I was rogue. And I was just, I was rolling ridiculous numbers, (laughs) like 18s and 20s nonstop. So I was taking out this massive force of goblins. No problem. And I was, I just kept walking around fucking with them, like throwing stuff, just messing with them. Right. But my whole focus was on killing these motherfuckers completely forgot about the story. It was, I was supposed to be searching for treasure or for something in there, you know, completely went out of my, I was like, forgot about it. And I noticed that like Craig was like, can you roll a D 20 for me? Just randomly. I'm like, sure, whatever. It, like he was rolling for initiative. Cause there was, I kept walking by the treasure, I think three or four times. Like, so I could have found it left all the goblins alive and just scurried on out. Right. But yeah, no, yeah. I was like, I'm going to kill everything.
0: Yeah, he, 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 there's a treasure he just had to grab and walk out, and that would have been the end of the encounter, basically.
2: yeah and it was right there. <laughs> Every
0: time he walked by the throne that had the treasure right in the seat, um, I made it just where he had to, you know, actually... Do a perception check or like a rolled perception check instead of using passive. I was like, hey, can you roll for me? He'd roll. I was like, and he, like, those are the ones he kept rolling low, like rolled a five. I was like, okay, well, oh, yeah I want him to get a, I wanted to get him a, you know, a roll of 15 <laughs> or higher on this. And he just kept going by it. I was like, can you roll again? He's like, um, oh my okay, God. yeah, we'll roll again. Miss it again. And he kept going around <laughs> and finally came back and like had searched through everything. He's like, all right, I'm searching everywhere. I was like, you find it by the, you find it by the throne. <laughs>
3: And I went motherfucker because <laughs> I realized. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, because well, I think Craig had to remind me. He goes, what were you in there for? Oh yeah, treasure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of the opposite of our experience in Sunday then of oh, God. Uh, of combat versus non oh, yeah, yeah, I
3: had so much fun like being in like because like the character personality wise is very opposite of what I am like. And it was just a lot of fun. Like, I I don't want to go into too many details because we're still playing the campaign. But like the the big one for me is you're, you, you were, you know, I had like a, what ranking in the military, but you're very passive. If someone else gives you a suggestion, you'll follow it. You're not gonna come up with a solution, and, and it was so funny because I can see Brian getting frustrated, like, "Fucking come up with a decision,
0: Burke." <laughs> I'm like, "What do you like, guys think?" Like, and and I'm like, like, I saw good. me laughing, Brian. I was laughing every time you're like, "What do you guys think?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Sounds good." <laughs> every time I was like, Burke really can't answer. His character doesn't. Yeah. His character kind of just takes orders. He doesn't go through and answer things.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: he, he doesn't come up with solutions. He follows oh through God. on orders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it,
2: well, it's it, so it was, funny. To you get an idea. To give, to give the public at home an idea of the campaign we're running through right now uh, just to because you know, we wanted to give you know Burke and everyone another chance to run through a campaign and whatever before this podcast basically we've had these characters that were like pre-built characters but we just took them on you know we like, we selected from a, like a pool of characters and then Craig crafted a story around them Yeah. so we're basically doing that and kind of running through it and some of the most harrowing parts of the adventure have none of them have been combat centric yes. <laughs> Literally, we have not gotten into one true fight, but they like 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 the battle versus the gate was hilarious. That was like twenty to thirty minutes on literally trying to take down a gate. It's like well, 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 okay. So like this this is where it comes into play, like knowing your characters and this kind of thing. So this is why D and D is, I think, you know, or I guess we'll just call it tabletop gaming, whatever is fun is because. When we said at the beginning, it's limited by your imagination, it really is only limited by by your imagination and your creativity. Yeah. So for example, we were looking at the gate, Burke looks at it, and he's like, uh... Well, it's a gate, and there's stone there. Like that's what so his we, character right, can see after we yeah, was and, I <laughs> yep, <'cause, laughs> so you so chose for, to so go to the for, bar, <laughs> and then you rolled like, you got <laughs> drunk while you were at the bar. <laughs> he did, he did, and so, so for so, like, I looked at my character sheet, and I was like, well, I go, I have, I have a bonus in history. What do I know about? Uh, it's like what do I about know about the houses in the area, and like the 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 designing and whatever and Craig and so we crafted like the Craig crafted this whole thing about it and we got basically to the point where it's like okay we need to uh take down this gate and we know that it's weak at the hinges because of historical relevance <laughs> and, and and Burke's like I got a crowbar and Craig's like we got a what in this inventory sure as shit Burke had a crowbar <laughs> <laughs> then we get what? yeah it was awesome That good- was awesome and then literally there was a, what, a cooking pot involved at 1.2? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> the cooking
0: pot. So, Holy so, crap. So, so we get the... I, I, go ahead. Go I was just going to kind of... Uh, so basically, they're just trying to break into this house uh, to get information from somebody, right? That's that's their goal of what they're trying to do. Um, so they start trying to break open this gate, and uh, they use the crowbar to break the... like the hinges because Brian got a really good history check and I was like, all right, I want to reward Brian for thinking outside the box. So I'm going to give him like, "Okay, he knows that these hinges are going to be like they have a chance of being really worn down and be able to break pretty easily. And then Burke's got the stone like they all did really good on their checks and they all come up with really good like, what about this? Would this help me? I was like, that's actually a good idea. I would have never thought of that. I want to reward them for coming up with something unique and a different way of looking at this problem. And so, and this was another thing is they basically knocked the hinges off of this gate. It's as big, like think of a big wrought iron, like gate in front of somebody's house <laughs> giant, giant one, one yeah. to where I told them, like, they think that based on the, the look of it, that it would take all three of them to hold it if they didn't want it to fall and make a lot of noise. And so they Break it and something happens we, and we nobody break. grabs it really well. Brian does a really outstanding. Uh, did you get a nat 20 oh, on that check? Yeah. Nat 20 check yeah. for a strength check. on grabbing the gate and holding it up. So I gave <laughs> him like a little bit of an ability yeah. and then Mike nails a roll and he goes, okay, I want to put my cooking pot underneath the gate to help hold it up. I was like what? <laughs> he's like, I'm going to put the cooking pot and that's going to hold some of the weight to help it where we can have one person maybe jump off. And, I'll, and Again, it's one of the things where I was like, I would have never thought of it. That's brilliant. Like,
2: But he's, but it, it would take the pressure off exa- the one exa- side. Exa- it was exa- legitimate.
0: Exa- like, exa- and, exa- and that's what, exa- what I'm genius. trying to do. I was like, I want to reward people for thinking very creatively and coming up with different solutions. <laughs> I would have never thought of, I'm going to put a cooking pot under here to help me hold up the weight. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, fuck yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Mike rolled high, got the cooking pot under there and it held the, it held the weight enough. <laughs> For Burke to jump off and crowbar the rest of the gate off. Yeah.
2: It was awesome. Oh God. Uh, what about you, Michelle? Do you have anyone any of those tips of stories off the top of your head? So
1: um not quite because like I said, like there was so much focus on combat because like all the players were just like, we want to level up and get to these, you know, better skills. So I do have two, but they're both like combat based. So the first one was the f- first campaign i was playing we were playing i think second edition and i don't know if you guys have used second edition but it's a lot different from 3.5 and up um it's super intense and i forget exactly what was going on but we were in some room in a cave that had a statue in it and one of the players was just like this big beefy like strength guy no brain and um was literally told that a treasure chest was trapped and he's like fuck it i'm gonna like shoulder bash it anyway <laughs> so <if> he does <laughs> and, he playing the character yeah <laughs> <about that. laughs> So he does, and it explodes, and he's, like, nearly dead, and then he's pissed about the exploding treasure, so he's like, I'm gonna fucking knock this statue over, and the DM's like, what? And he's like, I'm gonna push the statue over. So he pushes the statue (laughs) over, and it releases, like, some demon or thing that literally slaughters, like, the whole party, except for me, and, like, I'm a wizard, I'm out of spells, like, I have nothing going on, and I'm like... Hmm what am I going to do? And literally the only thing I have left in my inventory is just these two little healing potions. So I'm like, I throw the healing potion at the wraith, <laughs> and, <laughs> um It killed it. Both of them. Well, it took both potions, but like it, it did up I'm killing it. And I was like, Oh my God, we just got, you know, this close because everyone's like down to one health and I'm just like, shit. <laughs> um, so that oh, was like God. kind of entertaining. And then, the second time was when we were playing 3.5 and since I wanted to do better at the role playing part of it, I chose a character that I felt was closer to how I would actually be because I felt like that would be easier to learn that way and so I picked like a cleric that was pretty much just like straight up like lawful good, healing like nothing nothing crazy and I enjoyed playing that character
2: just out of curiosity
1: um it was shit i forget the name it was half half elf and half the celestial one i forget the name of it fey no i'd have to no. look it up what um would be Faye?
2: what would be i have I the know. character
1: sheet somewhere but anyway so i was playing that character and other than healing i didn't really have a whole lot to do. Like I wasn't great in combat. I wasn't awful because I got pretty decent roles, but I wasn't great. But then we entered a room that was just like all undead. And I was like, yes, my time has come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, got a really good big, role big on Turn Undead and just like obliterated the whole room. And I was like, this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like times like that where you like, you feel really happy to play your character when you get to do something that your character was meant to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and actually, that brings up a good point. Um, We we could all kind of go around and talk about what's your favorite types of characters to play, or what's the one that you think is like the most ideal for you. So it sounds like yours is cleric.
1: It was, and then the third campaign I played or started, I did do cleric again, but I kind of strayed away from just the straight like only healing and buffering basically, and um, I went to I think like neutral good so that I would have like a little more leeway about kind of doing things that were a little dickish sometimes. And that to me was my favorite character because that was the most like me. And like I said, it was easier for me to play that kind of character.
0: How how about you, Craig? What's yours? I'd probably say, and here's the thing is there hasn't been a lot of games that I've actually been a player for. Um, Even though, my earlier times exploiting as a dm i look at now and i go wow i was an extremely shitty dm um (laughs) even though that was was the
1: the one time i tried
0: even though that was the case um the times i played i didn't play a lot of different characters like actually i've only uh, i've only played the game twice as a player i've dm'd every other time um and there's are you including your bachelor party? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what my character. I don't know what my character was <laughs> on the bachelor party one. You, you could probably remember more of that. Like, I don't remember like that type <laughs> was, of character. Yeah, I remember the uh, adventure. Uh, I just don't remember like what the character was. Um. But I have only ever played a basically a human rogue. That's it. <laughs> I haven't played anything else. And unfortunately, the first time I was playing, I, uh, I was very much and Brian was a part of this group as well. And I think he got it f- faster than I did. I was playing to like maximize my stats. I wasn't exactly min-maxing, but I was on the road to min-maxing where I was more worried about what things would synergize with my character uh in terms of abilities rather than actually like playing the game as a role-playing game and kind That's of
1: That's what all my players were like too. Yeah,
0: coming up with flaws and stuff like that. And now, I look at it now, I'm like, man, I, I I like I'm like physically embarrassed by the way I actually acted during those games. That's all I did with it. But I think now Even more so because I remember getting annoyed because my rogue wasn't very powerful, except for if I had sneak attacks. I think it would be even more fun now to play a human rogue because now I can actually play it and know that I'm not I'm not trying to win this game. I'm trying to play like a human rogue would actually do it. And so maybe I wouldn't be human. I don't think I'd go halfling because it's, you know, that's the that's the trope. It's always a halfling rogue. Uh, I'd probably pick something else to be a little goofier um like uh, yeah, if if we're, we're going though, called, even like the opposite like a like potentially like a dwarf rogue or something like really weird combination oh god <laughs> <The half-orc rogue. laughs> yeah something like that we're like how does this work I, I think that could end up being like a lot of fun uh times coming out of it but i um looking at it now that's probably my favorite favorite character and uh that's because of the Ways that when I actually ended up playing Mike, uh, your brother and I, your brother, Brian and I would do little one on one games with each other where we'd send each other through Mm -hmm. just really small campaigns like he wanted to rob a bank once as his character Um, because we used to have a roving DM for it was me, Brian, uh, Mike and one of our other buddies. We had we all would have our player care. We'd all have our player, our characters, excuse me, and we'd play in other people's games and so it was like a episodic, okay, we're all going to go adventure in uh, Josh's world. It was all the same world, but it was like, he's the one telling the story this week. And then Brian would tell the story this week. And then I would tell this, st- I you had, had the, the Christmas, Christmas episode, episode and like, so we kind of <laughs> took our characters around and it made no sense probably like chronologically and whatnot because we'd level up and we just keep running, but it was a lot of fun then during that. Um, but Mike and I would do little one-on-ones. And that was pretty fun. He sent me one where I had to go take down uh, a Walmart. (laughs) It wasn't called Walmart, but (laughs) the allegory was I was taking down Walmart. And this was back when Mike was really, he probably still is. But I know for at least at that time, he was very much on the uh, nickel and dime by Walmart (laughs) uh, train. Yep. (laughs) So I I think I think the Rogue was probably my favorite. It's the only one I've ever done. But I think it'd be a lot more fun now uh, playing the game actually as a. Like role role playing the game instead of just trying to win the game. Quote
2: Burke, you've played a couple classes now, so uh, are you enjoying those ones, or do you think that you're more, or there's one that you really want to try? Well, I, or? I don't
3: know, because uh, usually in, in in video games, I go one or two ways. I'm either going to be sneaky, you know, like a rogue, and that's what I tried the first time, uh, or if it's like an RPG, sometimes I'll go long distance, but or the healer. And so right now, I'm kind of playing the healer and not the kind of character I would have built but it's a lot of fun like it's still like having just having the spells and doing random weird stuff with them it's just a lot of fun so yeah, yeah, yeah
2: getting creative with it you, you so you you were you were you were getting pretty good creative with the uh the spells the other day actually yeah oh, throwing yeah. the sounds and whatever else is i was like i, I was like that's a, <laughs> really that's a thing like yeah, all right I was cool like, was,
3: you know it was fun because you know i and i think i like at least studying and like thinking I was like what spells do i want to prepare all this stuff and uh, you know having that forethought to go don't exactly know what i'm going to encounter but I can see me using this you know in this instance you know i think we're, we're you know i know we're going to talk to a guy so let me go see what i uh you know what what do i think i'll use right and, th- and that's just trying to plan and prepare because you have limited st- limited resources is a lot of fun
2: yeah so. yeah no the, and and i gotta tell you uh it was the ones that you had prepared and the ones that you were using the other day i was like this is these are neat because i had never even seen those mm-hmm. spells before like that was new to me because I, yeah. I had never played with a. Uh, um. You know. Any. You yeah, well, yeah, know. I can use things. that all the time
3: because since it was a level zero spell, so or cantrip as it's called, which is like, yeah, ridiculously I awesome. I was having
0: fun, it was,
2: it was, <laughs> Brian. What, what's your
0: What's your favorite character that you've played?
2: Uh. So I've played. I've played three. Uh. Well, actually, f- no. I. I no. Yes. I've played three, and uh. What the. What the one I want to play is the as a fourth. So the three I've played is I played a wizard in the very first campaign we ever did uh, when we were when we were with that guy. And I remember like the very first spell I ever did was um, the one where like uh, it it was a mage hand or whatever that levitates stuff. Like, I had, done, I had done that. That was the very first spell I ever did. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, and I'm like, he could just do that, like, any time? And in my head, I'm like, it pretty much he's Luke Skywalker already. Like, how do you go up from here? And so I was like, this is amazing. The second time, or, and the one I played the most, was a paladin. And I got to tell you, not hmm. my favorite. Um... Okay, here's the problem. All right, I don't mind being a bullet sponge in in games, right? Like, I don't. I actually like characters that are bullet sponges a lot of times, where they're like, okay, I'll block for the team and help them out. But I like to be able to, you know, deal it back a little bit too. The paladin was the bullet sponge with no kickback. Like, literally, I was like, okay, so we're in another fight, and I'm going to stand in the most obvious spot (laughs) I can. I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit, and I'm down. And if every time I would try to hit somebody, uh, I'd roll my dice and like uh, Craig backstabs, gets like <laughs> cr- like oh he does six damage. Mike fires an arrow from across the room, shoots him in the eye, fifty five thousand damage, kills eight hundred guys. Like I swing my sword, I get one point. It's like one one point of damage. I'm like, why? What? what am I doing wrong? And it's like that's yeah. And I found out I'm doing nothing wrong. It's just the character. He had no damage output whatsoever so I I, and and it was just it was really boring because we our, our campaigns were so combat-centric in those days that literally I just spent the entire game like, all right, I make him my qu- my uh, my quarry, meaning that he has to attack me and wait for the fight to end. <laughs> so point is no yeah, more Yeah, that
0: was, that was really bad because it was. Our campaigns were so combat-centric, and they were not based on role-playing pretty much yeah. at all. So the paladin was so not that, a good that, choice that, for that me. Was, that was pretty bad, and I'm sure it was something that we didn't realize that you just had the stats weren't the greatest for your paladin we were probably like oh well this will work because we put your highest in i don't remember what the paladin needs probably strength constitution or wisdom one of those three constitution i so think like it those was. three things and so when you're swinging back you weren't doing great and you know and since i yeah. literally was putting you guys basically through a dungeon crawl i remember on one of them and then, of course,
2: you know, Josh and uh, your brother were not like picking you up after fights and not. <laughs> no, they were fighter. They, they, they would be like, OK, now we now we're going to do this. Oh, yeah. And Josh is a wizard. So he had he had spelled like he was firing magic. He's like, oh, Ray of Frost every every three <laughs> seconds. Magic missiles. Blah. I'm like, oh, whatever. But anyway, the point is, is that the last one I played recently was during our campaign here. And I'm playing a fighter for the first time, which is my first time playing a guy with decent strength. And like he is he has good strength and charisma. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this is totally different. He can he can actually speak to people. He can have he actually can physically do things. He's pretty neat, but the one I want to do the most is sorcerer. I want to do a half have- a uh, half elf sorcerer which half human half elf elf uh, super high charisma basically silver tongue type of guy and uh i'm really looking forward to that because i don't know just something about the idea of the sorcerer is like right up my alley i love magic users what about everybody else so, what's something that you would uh i've already kind of talked about what i would like to do i'd still like to do the
0: human or the rogue of some form do like a goofy rogue of a different race is there something that uh that you would look forward to michelle no, um something, I, I would something like to be...
1: stick with cleric i i stick with cleric. genuinely enjoy that role
0: do you have any anything that you might want to try even though you haven't really done you
1: haven't uh, yeah,
0: I, yeah I, know. I know you haven't completely dipped your whole body into the water yet yeah. but is there anything that you're kind of uh, uh not even just in characters is there anything you look forward to something that kind of excites you about the possibilities that you've been thinking about i can't wait to heal someone <laughs>
3: Like, 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 seriously, like, like, I just want to heal someone like that's that's it. Like, I don't have any like all my level zero spells, you know, that they're, they're not too crazy, but they're just uh, but I was like, I can't heal anyone. No one's been hurt. I was like, I can't wait. I'm going to be useful. I'm good. I main mercy. Come on. You know, Like seriously, that was an Overwatch joke. Michelle, sorry if you didn't get that. No, like, I, I know. I know. I'm giving you shit let's see here. so anyways um but no like i was actually thinking i was like i i wouldn't mind like because i've been a halfling rogue you know i'm been a cleric, a dwarf cleric still a short i want to be not a half orc but what's what's the other one? like the dragonborn or whatever and the
2: yeah, yeah yeah i thought isn't that t- tiefling or something like that i don't remember no it's not no I, it's which one I, why do oh
1: are
3: you sure yeah. i don't think there's that's I don't know. I read it. It may have been in that
0: 4E book I was reading, I too. Think, yeah, I think it's in a 4E. I'm going to open up my 5E e book right next to me. I don't have my 4E book near me. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I think it's just like Dragon, not Dragonborn, but something along those lines. But go ahead. Dragonborn.
1: Uh, <laughs> I know someone who's played a character but, like that and they had a lot of fun with it.
0: That's your. That's
2: ha- Well, <laughs> while you're looking that up, I, I, I will mention my favorite part of our most recent campaign, though. Uh, and this is something that, Michelle, you might find kind of fun. Uh, as we were storming I I call it storming but oh there it is it is it's called Dragonborn I thought it was something like that yeah sure that's kin. it's a Dragonborn is the actual race type yeah
3: I think that would just be very interesting to be you know because usually I'm kind of one of the guys that sits in the background or or is very sneaky and like I think that guy could be up in your face you know you know very
0: go-getter I think it'd be really fun to role play I was gonna say that's gonna be the crazy thing is getting into the mind of Someone that's part dragon, yeah, going into like all of their lore and kind of figuring out how they're exactly. raised, depending on how you have the person raised, yeah, yeah. But if you've got them raised in a dragon community of some kind of a dragon born community, it's going to be different than being in any form of yeah. a human or a lot of other race communities. So that'd be something really crazy to get into and kind of learn about, yeah. Exactly. And if you're going to pick dragon a campaign that i'm running Burke. i need to know well in advance so i can try and plan for that shit. <laughs> that's okay. not something you come up to the day come up on the day like all right i've got to create this <laughs> yeah, adventure I, a little bit of it and <laughs> i want to try and tweak it to your guys' thing so the first couple we probably are going to do some basic stuff and you're like i'm a dragon i'm like well <laughs> brb for three weeks i have to go rewrite my entire like
2: outline <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but what was it oh that's what i was gonna say um before i got to uh uh, I don't want to get too off track. I want to tell Michelle story. And I think that you guys would appreciate this. The thing that really got me during the last campaign, the thing that actually like, just had me dying laughing was uh, when we were, when we were uh, sneaking up to that uh, castle uh, area, or, or I shouldn't call it a castle. It's a house, uh, but it's a very nice house. <laughs> uh, one of the things that we were doing is after we got past the gate, we had gone around the back of the house and we realized that we needed to get in. All the windows were locked, right? So with the windows locked, we had to get in. There's a back door and there's a balcony up above. And instinctively, I I was like, balcony is the way to go. (laughs) So I decided we got to get up there. Michelle, how would you go about getting up to the balcony if it were were you in this campaign? Keeping in mind, you have two... Two human fighters and one uh, dwarven and cleric. And no there. obvious like I can climb up this way. Yeah.
1: How much does the dwarven cleric weigh? Because I'm not against throwing people.
0: Uh, it would have been a, <laughs> it would have been a tough throw. Okay. Uh, it would have been a pretty. You would have
1: had to. <laughs> awesome. I was saying we had <laughs> we had a halfling <laughs> <like laughs> that we would literally <laughs> toss around like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there uh, I, I had it in my mind because I thought about it. if both of them tried to throw throw him up there, they could have maybe gotten him up to like grab it and then maybe pull himself up. But it would have been a tough thing. Okay. He, he's just a short stocky because most of the time you hear, you know, people that are decently strong. They're like, holy fuck, these dwarves are heavy
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. it's tough okay. to do a
0: throw with them. So I, 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 I had it set to be where it would have been a tough thing for two of them for one person to get him up there. It had to have been basically like a nat 20 situation but they both would have had pretty good have to have pretty good strength rolls uh to do it
1: what was in your inventory <laughs> <We had> crowbar <laughs>
3: shovel
0: rope clothes
3: rations uh i think i had hammers axes
2: chain mail and masonry stuff and a ja- uh in Is javelins it important that
1: the balcony stays intact
0: um you're trying to be they were trying to be stealthy at this point yeah
1: okay <laughs> Hmm. I'm not sure what I would do. I'd have to see everything laid out, but go ahead and tell me what you did.
2: So this is what we did with the, li- and and this is mind you, Craig had a time limit on it. Cause the, cause this guy was, had a lantern and was coming back toward it. I went in my inventory, grabbed my javelin, went to Burke's inventory, <laughs> took his rope, tied the <laughs> rope to the javelin, threw it up through <laughs> the balcony. <laughs> and I had to roll twice for this, but I threw it through the balcony, like through the, uh, like the pillars like, like in the guardrail like, make sure like, uh, you're not falling uh, off. off. The guardrails through the handrails. And then when I pulled it back, it twisted it and, and like <laughs> locked it into place. And we used that to scale up the thing up the balcony. Straight up Batman he, he, <laughs> Yeah,
0: He explains it to me and I go, All right, I'll let you try it, but this is gonna be difficult <laughs> as hell. <laughs> like, I, I I told him I was like, You look you look at it and you realize this is a last ditch effort, and you attempting this could cause a lot of problems. Uh whatever, blah blah. And I was basically just explaining this is gonna be super fucking hard. He goes off and rolls like an 18 and a 19. And I had the, I had the DC at 18 (laughs) in my head. I was like, if he, if he, if he rolls 18 or 19 or 18 and above, he'll do both of them. Uh, the only one, or it was 18 for the, it was 18. Th- yeah, the, yeah, initial so the throw, throw was the 18. And then uh, he fucking throws a 19 on the pullback. Cause I was like, you got to time this out perfectly to pull this back the perfect way for everything to get wedged. And it not be like client 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 client.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, he and, he
0: goes and Rolls 18 rolls. 19. I was like, fuck you.
2: It's <laughs> like, fine. You do it. <laughs> so <I just> Batman <laughs> or way up there.
0: <laughs> so, what, yeah.
3: And the, th- the thing is what I was imagining, Brian, is you just trying to throw it through the first set and go like kind of it an angle if it was like like this was the edge like go to an angle so yeah. it goes like uh-huh. through one and then over the other and so it catches on something on the other side of the balcony i was like but when you said the
0: twisting thing i was like
3: oh my god i thought you were <laughs> just gonna throw it into the wall
0: so it would stick and then hope that it would hold your weight like that's what i thought you were gonna nope. end up doing i was like that's not a bad idea nope. that you did that i was like that's not oh never mind it worked
2: <laughs> oh my god yeah so that was just stuff like that only in yeah, the exactly Absolutely. And speaking of which, it's time to test your guys' knowledge of the game. I'm a cleric. Woo, I'm ready to fail! (laughs) (laughs) So here's the way this quiz is going to work. Because we have different people from different backgrounds as far as um, knowledge bases on the game itself, uh, I made the entire quiz. All 15 questions are true and false. And they are all taken directly from the D&D player's handbook. So 5e. 5e. So uh, what basically it is, I'll, I'll read a statement and you have to tell me if that statement is true or if it's false. Uh, and all the all the statements, when I say them, they sound they're going to sound true. But some of them are just straight up made up and some of them are just, you know, fudged numbers or different things. So do you understand I'm t- I'm saying if the entire God. statement is true or false.
0: Correct. Correct. So. The entire statement has to be either true or okay. false. So I just want to make sure if you're like, hey, a dwarf is no, really short half and, and half. really skinny. I go uh, false because he's not
2: skinny. He's short but not skinny. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. 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 I, I, the, like the whole thing, the whole way through. Yeah. Exactly. You'll you'll, you'll, you'll see. Does right, does it matter? Uh, I don't remember what order uh, well, was last. Going to be Michelle Craig Burke based on. Then there it is. Yeah. All right. Question number one. The max level of a character in D&D 5E is level 20. So according to the book, the max level of a character in D&D 5E is I level 20. I'm about
3: 20, even though I had no idea
2: because I it was true and false. False. True. The answer is... Oh, true. Bye. It requires 355,000 experience points and grants you a plus six proficiency bonus. Wow. This is... A- <laughs> You'll see that this quiz is designed to not only uh, test you guys, but to educate everyone else on D&D. And so they they must number have changed two. it because it wasn't it wasn't it 30, I think, in a lot of other editions. Probably. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure to be honest with you. I just know that in this one, it's 20. So what about right. light level? Question number two. Uh, light level from a game yeah. like Destiny does oh, not matter. <laughs> <laughs> Burke loses a point. <laughs> <laughs> Negative,
3: <laughs> uh, damn it! Negative one. <laughs> uh,
2: no, you play mercy, so it balances out. All right, we're good. All right, here we go. Question two. <laughs> Question two. Dwarves are dwarves are a very popular class to play because they're tough to kill. They're very hardy in battle, to be sure, but. Where they're strong in life, they're unfortunately doomed to a shorter lifespan due to their size. Pun not intended. Their average life is slightly shorter than humans in D&D and live only about 80 years. True. False. False 400 years. The answer is false. They live on average 350 years and don't reach maturity until age 50.
3: I I thought I swear I read 400 years.
0: I mean three
3: fifty is kind of an might. average. Three fifty yeah. 350 you'll, is the you'll average see yeah, number, so. if you hit four
2: hundred. Gotcha. Yep. Question number so everyone so that's Craig yep. and Burke at the yep. point yep. So got okay, it got, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Question three. There are a total of eleven classes to play as in uh as in D. So there's eleven classes in D. d
0: False. I'm gonna go false as well.
2: Burke? I'm gonna go with false. You all get the point because there's twelve there are 12 classes Fuck, and they I was are, going lower in my head i was like yeah. there's no way
0: there's 11 of them
2: there are here's the 12 classes barbarian bard cleric druid fighter monk paladin ranger rogue sorcerer warlock and wizard wow those are the 12 classes to play <laughs> as is in dnd always forget about the bard <laughs> they always do <laughs> they always do Question number four. When building your character, you can leave everything up to a dice roll. There is even a dice roll plus modifier equation for your character's height and weight.
1: True. True. True.
2: True. There is in fact a full set of equations based on what race you choose. So based on what race and gender you choose, there's different equations that you can use with dice modifiers to to calculate your entire character's appearance. Number five. Coin is important in D&D. It is why... Uh, It is the main purpose of many quests, and is how your characters characters are equipped and live. Knowing the currency of the land is important. There are four types of coin in D&D. Copper, silver, gold, and platinum. True. False. Can you repeat the currency? Copper, silver, gold, and platinum. True. The answer to that is false. Before gold and after silver, there is another type called Mm. electrum. We were just talking Electro. about
0: that. Dadgummit. I just sent out a currency conversion chart to you guys
2: today. And that I was did, in there. Did, it was?
0: Yeah. Check it out. Go to her text message. It's literally in there. And it's it's worth 50. An electron piece is worth 50. I hope that wasn't the next question. No, 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 no. I, I didn't
2: I didn't go too deep dive on well, these it's worth ones. it's 50 copper. Sorry. I seriously. Yeah, I,
3: of course, I just glanced at that thing. But I seriously didn't see that. No, oh? <laughs> it's in the book. I promise oh, you. There it is. Look at that. I just read right over that shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? 50. Wow.
2: Question number six. When it comes to weapons, there are, there is a special type of weapon that many adventurers invest in. Some monsters can only be slain with a silvered weapon. So it is recommended that you pay the 100 gold to have your weapon and or ammunition silvered pending on your quest.
0: True. I'm going to go with true.
2: I'm going to go with false. False. The answer is true. Some monsters in D anD D, like those found in traditional lore, werewolves, for example, are weak to silver. I, w- I was,
3: I was so. thought, I thought the uh, money was false.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it is. It's one hundred gold to have your either your weapons or ammunition silvered. That's really good thinking, Burke. I didn't even,
0: I wouldn't have even done that had had he been like, nope, it's actually a thousand gold pieces or one <laughs> platinum piece. Yeah.
2: Number seven, I love golden sun. (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) That that part's true. true. (laughs) Point for Burke. And in that game, you're called an adept, someone who controls an element. In D anD D, there are also adepts who can do the same. True. I want to correct
0: my earlier statement. It's ten gold pieces to get one platinum coin. I apologize. That's the conversion. Um, I'm gonna go with true as well.
2: I'm going to go with true. True. There's a proficiency called elemental adept that allows you to add acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder to your spells. Note, I will be using this on my next character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys right now that's happening. I was really kind of freaked out when I was like, really? Although I couldn't find any bo- bonuses, and this is a kind of a side note, to what thunder does. I want to know. I'm assuming it's a sound based thing, but I don't know. But we'll see. Mm. Number eight. Spells are cool. That's a fact. But there are so many spells that it's hard to keep track of them all. There's even a spell that lets you mess with a character's memories similar to the movie Inception. True. I'm going to go with false.
3: I'm going to go with false.
2: It's true. It better be obliviate. It's called true. or It is true. And it's called uh, it's, it's, a, it's called memory or sorry. It's called modify memory. Uh, and Bam. it allows I you to reach <laughs> it allows you to reshape a character's memories from the past 24 hours. And it's a will check. If the person has a strong enough will, they can block it. Oh. Number nine. Sticking with spells for a moment. A fart cloud is not a spell in the game. False. So your your statement
0: is there is no fart spell. Correct. correct. I'm going to go with true. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with True. False. There is a spell call, called Stinking Cloud that is basically a fart cloud. You can cast. Wow. <laughs> you can literally cast a fart cloud. I thought that was funny. Do you, you have I'm to a have? 12-year-old. Do you
3: have to have beans in your inventory to cast it? Amazingly, no. <laughs> oh, damn.
0: Uh, save against it is a Constitution check. <laughs>
2: But it but it, I did find it's, out that if there is any sort of breeze, it just immediately like takes it away. So you need to do it in a in a non-ventilated area when you do the spell.
3: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> Number ten. The Yeti. The Yeti is uh I'm sorry, the Yeti is in the monster manual as a possible adversary.
0: True. I'll go with true. True.
2: True. Yeah. The Yeti's in
0: there.
3: That's awesome.
2: Sticking with the monster manual for a little while. Wear moose. Is a monster in the monster manual as a possible adversary? A were moose.
0: True. I'm going to go with true because there's where everything. If it's like, oh, there's a wear piranha plant.
3: Yeah, that's
1: exactly <laughs> my thinking.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with dire moose, like CNC.
3: No, but yeah, true.
2: False. I made Uh, that up.
3: (laughs) There is no
0: weremoose.
1: You could probably make it a thing very easily.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm glad Brian's putting the caveat of this is in the book because I was like I'm going to write down every single one of these and they're all going to be
2: like you're attacked by a (laughs) (laughs) weremoose. Number 12. Black Pudding is a monster in the Monster Manual as an adversary.
1: False. I'm
0: going to go with false. True. That they're is no monster that is called the black pudding.
2: I'm going to go true. True, that is a thing in D and D. There is an the, enemy called black that's not pudding. Like
0: a, there's not, and it's not like a specific. It's in specific the enemy. monster manual. Okay. I was yeah. making sure it wasn't like, oh, his. It's black pudding, the whatever. Or no, something. it's an actual like the dreaded creature.
2: pirate. Yeah, no, it's a it's it's a it's literally just <laughs> <laughs> the dessert pirate. <laughs> black he never eats his greens, but he always strikes. <laughs> Oh
0: God, but there's always room for
2: jello. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Number 13. among the tools available in the game, there's one called a disguise kit that is made up of cosmetics, hair dye and props that, that help that are used to help disguise the player when needed. True. True, true. True. Yes, that is an actual thing you could buy in the game as, as, as a possible tool for you. Number 14 in the service section. I'm sorry, sorry, services section. Uh, The book lays out how much each service costs, i.e. taking a coach between towns is three copper pieces per mile or using a messenger is two copper per mile. In this category, you can find the service of prostitution with a rate of one silver piece an hour.
1: True. I'm
2: going to go with false, Bob. I'm going to go with true. The answer is false. You're all sick for thinking that was in the the actual manual. No, it is not a real thing, It's a, but it does have all the other surfaces. Those parts are real. All right, last but not least, number 15. According to D&D, cats are considered monsters. Not like special giant cats. Not not. This is not talking about um like saber-toothed tigers. Like a house cat? Yes. According to D&D, house cats are considered monsters. True. I'm going to go with false. I'm going to go with true. The answer is true standard cats are in the monster manual as 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 evil monsters whereas the dog whereas the only dogs listed have two heads or are werewolves so in other words dogs are good cats are evil it's proven in the
1: monster manual
2: (laughs) that's what i'm talking about i thought it was important to share that with uh craig and michelle there
1: (laughs) asshole sorry i couldn't resist
2: <laughs> i liked it so, so it was our totals i was sitting there going i was like
0: ah, gosh now i have to weigh the difference between brian putting this on us because we know he exactly cannot stand being around cats or he's just doing that or he's going to flip it around to even if they're not in there be like well they should be so it is true you. You just got <laughs> Something like <the> that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so the score so
3: it was nick and nick the whole time between all of us craig comes in second place with 10 Ooh. oh wait wait 11 sorry nice <laughs> <laughs> i really i really didn't want to give him i really didn't want to give him 11 but he actually got 11 uh i come in last with 10 and michelle wins with 12 Yay! Yes. some nice work michelle
1: i think that's the closest we've ever been
0: that is that is pretty close <laughs> taking a taking a look here we have the cat is a tiny beast it is unaligned it has an ac of 12 it's got two hit points um strength of <laughs> strength of 3 <laughs> <laughs> Very. it's got a 15 dex 10 constitution 3 intelligence uh, 12 wisdom 7 charisma uh, keen smell cat has advantage on wisdom or perception checks uh, and it has claws as a weapon attack plus 0 to each hit within 5 feet 1 target does slashing damage it does not say it's evil it just is an unaligned tiny beast unaligned tiny beast
2: there you go in the monster manual though <laughs> yep there's a death dog though <laughs> Yes, I'm assuming uh, they have two heads. he's
0: neutral evil. He is neutral evil.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, good. He does not look happy. He's the neutral (laughs) evil dog. (laughs) He's like
3: meh. I'm all right. I'm evil.
2: I just thought that it was important that we did this quiz and got got everybody a little bit more, uh, you know, like familiar with with the game. And and if those of you who have not never played it before, if you hear this podcast and you're thinking this sounds like something for you, give it a shot. It's it's very easy to pick up. And there's a lot of uh, materials online to help you get started. And I hope that this was a, you know, educational piece for you today.
0: It's definitely something I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a predilection to maybe trying to play this game. Um, I would forget if you have a a preconception on what the game is and you haven't played it, I definitely would try. And if you've played it once and you uh, just want to and you had a bad experience there maybe it was with the people because i remember my first time was a little weird and the next time was even a little weird when it was with good friends and now that i've gone through and done a lot more research and a lot more stuff i haven't even played i just have learned so much more about the game um that it's become a lot of fun also i wanted to say if anybody wants to if anybody would be interested in a like an actual play uh we 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 would not be opposed to the four of us sitting down and you Know every once in a while, one of our epi- episodes being an actual play, if you think it sounds like it could be something that's fun, um, just get a hold of us, let us know that that's something you'd want to hear. Even if you wanted mm-hmm. to hear a prototype, so you're like, I want to hear something first before it becomes something that totally takes over my world. Let us know, we'll see what we can do and put something together. So, uh, I'll, throw at get my, dunked, I'll throw
2: more bat bat grappling hooks <laughs>
0: <laughs> at get dunked on pod on Twitter. Um, you can. Instagram, Facebook, all those things. Get a hold of us. We, we kinda want to hear about it.
2: Absolutely. It's be a lot of fun and you can, and in real time you can listen to all of us get dunked on. It's DND. Fighting with the legends of
3: your. It's DND. Never kissed a lady before. Nope. Now the Lord of the Rings, the dark crystal and things, we use these as a reference tool. And when we put on our cloaks and tell warlock jokes, we're the
0: coolest kids at the school. No, we're not. I know.
3: <laughs> now Tag's a real bastard, but a fair dungeon master. He's got hit points and charisma to lend. And I rehearse in my room for what I call the dragons too. When I'm out with my girlfriend, it's D&D. Sorry. You got a girlfriend? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got a... (laughs) No.
2: It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's
3: D&D. Virgins till the day.
2: One, two, three.